funny story about Mama Tudin. I so I, I was planning out. I was like, all right, guys, we have to have four episodes finished. So half starts on the twelfth of like fifteenth of August. Don't nod your head, Bing. No, I forgot when half started. And I had us on the wrong timetable for like three quarters of the project. Yeah, you got it. it was a, little, a month late. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I was like a week early with my with my final deadline. Oh, July. Okay. Yeah. So I was pushing everyone really hard. I was like, oh, we don't have that much time. We had like an extra week. It's like, hey, you man, you got done, like I'm, I'm going to like lease the wrong college or something like that. Uh, kids are going to be left at the airport. You know? <laughs> I mean, you still got it done, though. That's that's the impressive part. Like, even I felt like I learned something from it. I, I literally binge watched all four episodes. Well, I mean, episode four we stopped. Episode four we were at our wits end. <laughs> we're like, we're we're just gonna have fun. Yeah, it was. Just, you know, I wish we could have done more, but um. Yeah, that that was it. Was a man. It was tough. It was tough, man. That you know, but that was a great idea, and I hope you're able to use that idea even for in the future because that that's just that that was a game changer, dude. Game changer, man. I you know I, I if it inspires you know some staff to to do something like that, then like I'm like that to me is like the best thing. If someone wants to take this and carry it forward i'm like i'm not a tech guy i'm not a video guy i'm like a dinosaur i was like this seems funny this seems cool but i know there's 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 young counselors that are just like this is their this is their lane right no and if they see that like oh taf is taf can facilitate this passion of mine this this hobby of mine like go go yeah go go for you they can take this and do times a million you know what i'm saying but you know, have you ever thought about being a, a talk show host for your career? <sighs> like I've always thought about uh, building this Asian American media network, so we're not like confined by you know. If it's your person. network, I'll do it. If it's your network, I'll do it. I thought you were talking network, about like you'll do it. All right, yeah, I'll do it, man. Building network, you'll do it. Because yes. okay, so here's what I'm getting at, like. <laughs> All media is owned by like six people and they're all white. They're all w- rich. They're all men. Yes. Disney shareholder right here. I understand. Yeah. You're one of those. And yeah. You're one of those. Uh, but we need to build an Asian American media that doesn't adhere to the white heteronormative ideals of what it means to be like, you know, popular or, be, or like yeah, what, yeah. what Absolutely. is, you know, White lens. Right. So I think it'll be cool to have this Asian American media that's built by Asian Americans and starring Asian Americans. And I think you'd be perfect. Yeah. I mean, that sounds that like to be considered for that. um, That's an honor, man. That's I'm kind of like, I, 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 I reject your compliment and your praise because that's just that's how I was raised. Compliment. But the harder I'm rejecting, the more my heart is actually like, yes, give it to me. Yeah. So like, I, yeah. If you ever, yeah, man, if we, yeah, if you got, if you want to do that, like, let me know. I think that sounds cool. fun. You know, we can definitely talk about it more. And I think you'll be an amazing talk show host. It's fun. It's just fun, man. Just getting to just be work with the people that you yeah. enjoy working with. And you don't get to do that that much in real life. Right. And, half like it's just like every year 
every year what I take from TAF is different or what I need from TAF is different. Sure. And TAF just always evolves to those needs and always facilitate. I'm so I'm, I'm very fortunate that mm-hmm. TAF is able to to be flexible like that. And it was just this whole project was only possible because I just had so much fun with everybody involved. And just you're working with your best friends basically. And like yeah, like yes, it's a beautiful struggle at that point. You know, it really so is. Then more so than like um, crunch or like dire work or anything like that. Yeah. Um. Well, speaking of what you were talking about earlier, um, what do you think you've learned from TAF since 2012? 2011. 2012, man. 2011. That's why why I'm always like, I'm always, I'm always always eager to, to, to do what I can for TAF, like whatever they need me to do, whatever TAF needs anybody to do, like you, you try to do it. You know, because just I've, I've, I think I've, I truly feel like I've taken a lot more out of the pot than I've given back. Um, Tef, just in terms of in terms of growing up, um, I, I feel like my real maturation happened with Taff more so than at Purdue. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Purdue, I learned you know the hard skills, but like Taff is like leadership. Taff is like compassion for other people, sure. compassion for the people on your team. Um, and just having opportunities of leadership, like you don't get that in an undergrad um, that much. Um, and the effects of positions of leadership in undergrad, you're not able to impact as direct as you can with TAF, with, with being a counselor. Right. Um, and I just, I just, just, like, man, I just, man, I go down, make a, make a list. Like I remember. Eddie Huang brought me in, right? Eddie Huang of JH Youth Counselor fame. Shout out Eddie. So he's the one that convinced me to come to TAF, but it took him a while because at, at Purdue, uh, Miami, starting from Miami, just never had, really had a strong Taiwanese identity. At Purdue, I had like an Asian American awakening. Like mm-hmm. for me, my, my, my pronouns were Asian American. I never said Taiwanese American mm-hmm. because, um, because, the, the Taiwanese um, international kids at my school just kind of were very, I didn't understand like the, the politics and the dynamics. Like I just, just like, Hey, you're Taiwanese. I'm Taiwanese. Like we're Taiwanese. And it's just like, well, when you don't speak Mandarin, uh, this, you know, this organization is kind of for the kids that were in the Taiwan private school that all right, came right, to right. Purdue. Right. Right. Um, and they made, uh, so that was like kind of my first dose of like, this is what it means to be Taiwanese. And it was rejection. And so I was like, oh, being Taiwanese, Taiwanese blows, you know, I hate it. I want nothing to do with it. And then, so I was very hesitant about why do I want to go to a camp where people, where I already went through this with people telling me I'm not Taiwanese. Why do I want to go to camp with full of these people right in my head that are just going to be telling me for a whole week straight that I'm not Taiwanese. Um, And then my first, my first year was just, just the amount of compassion and the amount of love and the amount of like, I've never experienced that in my life. Um, with my own family, with at school, that's good. That's good. Um, so it's it saved me. It, it gave me it gave me back my that that birthright how I mentioned before. Mm-hmm. It made me understand this is your birthright, no matter what. Like language, language, culture, experiences, whatever. Like this is your shared yeah. birthright. Yeah. You know, this is you, no one can take that from you. You know, I'm a Tainan kid. You know, through and through. I don't speak Mandarin. My Taiwanese is at a kindergarten level, but you know, we're some country. 
Thailand folk. And like that, that I know that is who we are. Right. I'm proud of it. And so it's that, and it's just like, you know, leadership and, and just learning how to manage and manage teams, manage projects, you know, letting, being allowed to, to have your, 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 your creative needs filled and facilitated through workshops and then being a superhero to the kids. Like that translates to, that translates to, you know, wanting to be a superhero in real life, like wanting to be this person that other people look up to. Like you are somebody that people should look up to every counselor. Like every counselor that walks through, like that walks onto Manchester or like virtually, right? Any counselor that joins TAF, like you, you are just, you are right. That that's point blank. You are worthy. You are worthy. The ninety nine percent of the population, of like ninety nine percent of the population, will not do this. They would not sign up for this. And we, I've told this to uh, many of our young counselors. Like it is a fact. Like like this is an achievement. Um, this is a this is not just some merit you know, some, 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 some superlative or anything like that. This is like real mm-hmm. concrete. Like this is like real shit that you should be proud of that you really did, that you accomplished. It really is. Yeah, absolutely. We create this environment where there's unconditional love. There's unconditional loyalty. And that's what mm. kids really need. You know, when we're in white dominant societies, we don't feel that, like I said before, you know, the worth, the value that we, that we get because, uh, you know, there's all these Asian stereotypes and you'll be put down by your white peers. Um, but at TAF, you know, it's different. You know, you're, people don't care about your, what your ethnicity you are or what race you are. You know, you're just, you're just yourself. And, and that's why I think, you know, TAF needs to talk more about why, this camp needs to exist, why TAF needs to exist, why TAF is so beneficial for so many uh, young people, young Taiwanese Americans um, throughout the country. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so yeah. I, I think we, we, we need to, um, you know, teach people why outside of their communities, they, they don't feel as comfortable, why they feel so comfortable within the TAF community and how they can use the skills they learn within the TAF community to make, um, their outside communities more inclusive for not only just Taiwanese Americans, but also all marginalized people. Yeah. Oh, oh that's, that's episode four of <laughs> what student. Okay. You've been watching thing. I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree. I think it was episode four. The idea is. Yeah. Taf, Taf is, you know, Taf is for Taiwanese American, Taiwanese people interested in Taiwanese American culture and identity, but like, you know, it is an open door for anybody really that, because the the values and ethics are are creedless. They're they're they are they're colorless. They're they're you know no nationality, no 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 anything tied to them. They are what they are. They're their virtues, their creeds, their 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 right. virtues, their their principles, their values. You know, and then like anyone benefits from them. And I just love for sure how all like not just for the Taiwanese American community, but as of late, for to my knowledge, like just encouraging folks that you know. Are not are not are not of Taiwanese American heritage to join it because like these things are universal. Like this feeling is universal. Mm-hmm. The affirmation, the atmosphere is universal. Like like just I like I I didn't get the whole servant leader. Like I didn't get the whole mission, uh, of uh, uh, statement of TAF like for a bit. No, like uh-huh. how do you, what do you mean like put the servant leadership stuff out into sure. the world? And it's just like oh I get I get what you mean now. Like this like it doesn't matter who you are, like good people are good people. Absolutely. 
if this must be the the venue, if this must be the tool that is used to uh, put out more good people into the world, then you know, so be it. Yeah, definitely for sure. Yeah, that's that's a great point. Um, so how how did you even learn about TAF? Like how how did like who told you about TAF that made you come here and then be a legend mm-hmm. at TAF, basically? A legend is just I'm just I'm like that. Uh, I'm like you know what's a baseball player that played for a long time that was very mediocre. Jimmy Rollins? Is Jimmy Rollins mediocre? Yeah, got an MVP one year. <laughs> David Eric Dietrich or something. I don't David, know. David Eckstein. Sure. I'm like one of those. I'm just like a 15-year vet that just like, uh, just, I'm not good enough to like, like flame out from a precipitous peak, but I'm oh, also man. not bad enough for you to cut. <laughs> no, nah, man. You're, uh, you're a stam usual. Who is that? I would have to. I'm gonna have to look up on baseball. Yeah, he's, he's a great. He's a hall of, hall of famer. Hall of famer. <laughs> uh, but uh, Eddie Huang, uh, he he was in Purdue with me. He was in the Asian American Association uh, right, okay. with me. Right, right. And uh, yeah, he would always talk about this camp, man. And like in hushed whispers, you know, what I'm saying like, because <laughs> Tony's back summer camp. He has some more voice. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> it had a good ASMR voice, um, but he was just because we were the, me and him were the only Taiwanese people in mm. the American Association because like we had a coalition of of just everybody. We wanted everybody in it, so, you know. So we had brown, yellow, uh, white. You know, yeah. everyone was black was in it. But he was just like always mentioned to me about TAF and just just kindly encouraged me because I just shot it down every single time. It's like I want to go home. I want to go to Miami. I want to go home. Why am I going to stay in Indiana for for a summer? Yeah. Right. Um, I've got to pay to stay in Indiana for a summer. I'm like, books. Well, actually, juniors pays less, but uh, we're not going to talk about that. Four hundred bucks. There we go. Um, thank you, board, for doing that for <laughs> for everyone. Um, but yeah, he would always mention, and he would just just kind of the Taff thing, just like just slowly encourage and like just mm-hmm. like you know like okay now you're you don't want to talk about it now but we'll talk about it later and then he just eventually went summer i was just like okay we'll do it you know like fine let's try you know and then that's yeah we eddie had mike Shu and kev shaw and and vicky and suan he had them come down i'm like what is where did this where did this taiwanese like yeah a uh, k-pop band like show up from what the hell is this you know convoy of like pretty people and stuff that's a whole crew. That that was the that was the that was the crew, man. That was, that was a crew. Yeah, that was like yeah. the the you know the Mean Girls group. <laughs> that was the the Mean Girls group, but like but like nicer. The pop, the Bizarro Mean Girls group. It was like Mike Shu just had flawless skin. I was like, how are you in college and you just have like, I don't know. It's just like that, you know. They're all so good looking. <sighs> anyway, so yeah, they they showed up and they introduced themselves and they what we wrote up to the TAF and you know that. That was it, and just kind of like juniors program. Like I remember, I I, I applied for JH and juniors, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Emmeline, I think Emmeline, I think Emmeline or Sherry called me that summer to to convince me to to commit to juniors. And you know why not when you get a call from one of those two? And uh, yeah, that 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 program that that first year was special, and that council group was very special. Um, and I was just very fortunate that they. You know, they opened their arms and, and, and brought me in. I think, well, except for Johnny. Johnny thought I was a, Johnny thought I was an asshole, I'm pretty sure, our first what? year. Really? I was pretty cocky. 
Um, I was not not very versed in the TAF TAF anything, so I was kind okay. of a okay. okay. I was kind of a turd. I mean, you you get to be cocky though, because you know you're you're will do. No, 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 chill, 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 chill. Um, but yeah, I was just very, very, very fortunate. And like my, my first co was, was, was Deanna and, um, oh, she's just, she was great. She's just like, I've never seen like my first exposure to an actual, like super kind, compassionate human being. Like, <laughs> I was like, what the, f- like, why are you not embittered about the world? Like, you know, and it was like, you just like so many, like just it's inspiring, man. Just to, just to meet these kind of people that you're not exposed to on the regular, you know? So right. You exist, right. You know? Right. And I keep saying it's because, you know, in this, and really TAF is like an oasis from, you know, like yeah. you know, white supremacy, white from uh, stereotypes of Asian Americans, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's just one week of the year where you don't feel like you're subjugated because of being a person of color. Yeah. So yeah. you feel worth because of that. And that's why people are so nice. People are so, um, yeah. they, they want to meet new people. They're so nice to uh, new campers. You know, they just want to make yeah. new friends and they want to make new people feel the same way, uh, the same love that they felt when they first went to TAF. Yeah. I'm telling you, so TAF saves lives. And like, if you, you're fortunate to, to have that experience, I, I just like listening to like, you know, testimonies from old, from, you know, staff and, and campers. And it's just like, there's a moment where like, it's kind of like TAF radicalizes you there. Everyone has that moment, <laughs> you know, and, uh, you, you get it. And then it makes you appreciate every little thing that TAF has done for you. Even if you're just there your first year and you, you get radicalized at that moment, mm-hmm. it's just like, wow, this is just like, you don't get that many human beings, right. That are ever that nice or ever that compassionate or whatever that caring about you and you get god it's like you know just i don't know if you have to censor this but it's like versus pain and you get ahead of the real thing and it's just like god you know sure sure happiness is not the same anymore you know yeah yeah you know it's like a it's like a band-aid of a broken arm yeah 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 so uh i remember Maybe about a year ago, you told me the greatest love story of all time. Yes. Would you like to tell this Still love story again to the whole TAF community? I'll have to. No, we'll have to. Like, oh, well, we'll produce something. Thing, we'll produce something. Oh, do something else. Or do you want to give like a like a quick two minute snippet of the greatest love story of all time? Oh, is Shannon over there? She is not. Bing. She is not there. <laughs> uh, let's let's make some. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to sully or dilute okay. right. the, the story. But let's. Okay. We can do something. We can. We can. We can make a production out of this. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's true. Well, wait. Let me write the story, and then you can be my, my main actor. You gotta write it all in Taiwanese, though. I will. And it'll Give be like an adaptation. It'll be an adaptation. Like it won't take place in Tab. It'll take place in like National New Taipei University or something like that. No, we, we can't be the bourgeois. It'll happen like <laughs> it'll happen in like Taizong or 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 Ta- Oh, it'll happen in Kinting, like a coastal a yeah. coastal town in Kinting, and like so. Yes, I'm like I'm like I'm like a worker at a hostel, and some, she's like a tourist. Yeah, some like bucolic farm in bucolic pastoral farm in the, the south of Taiwan. 
oh, the, the, the farm, the oyster farm, the oyster farm floodplains in, in Tainan. We could do it there. I forgot the name. All right. We're going to write this. We're going <laughs> to write this. Um, any, any questions for me? Yeah. So like your first year, dude. As PD. Yeah, first year. First year. I know it wasn't at camp PD. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, it is what it is, you know, but that when I was standing, because PD is, is two, two parts of a single job. You have the week of camp. You have your, your very unique role as PD during the week, right? That one week of camp. People, a lot of people don't understand the other 50%, which is the whole year yeah. where you're planning, you're facilitating, right. you're recruiting mm-hmm. staff and campers, yep. uh, you're developing people. Like, so at least you, to some capacity, I know you got to do that that whole other 50%. Yeah. So how was that for you uh, your first year? Um, you know, first of all, I don't think I would have done this without the help of Erin Hong. Like she's been absolutely amazing. She's the most patient person, the most mm-hmm. organized person I've ever met. Like her spreadsheets are just out of this <gasps> world. Like the next level. Like, I don't know how she even like does them. She, she has like formulas for every single cell and like some, pe- some people dog, some people just be fluent in, in spreadsheet, man. And just for real, if you got, if you got them, hold on to them. That's all I'm going to say, man. Yeah. And, and that's a, that's a great skill to have. Um, and I think I'm more of a, you know, a big picture guy, you know, I have big <sighs> ideas, um, but I just need someone to have to like, you know, um, be able to focus on the smaller details and lay the foundation for me to, you know, be able to um, get to that final destination of my big idea. Uh, I think Erin was the the perfect person to do that because she also had big ideas and mm. um, and she was also able to have you know that balance. You know, yeah, you know, she was very good with logistics, so she was able to you know mm. get to the small details. Uh, but yeah, you know, it was it was I was happy that it was. You know, you got a whole year to plan it. You know, so it isn't yep. just like, you know, you, you know, here's here's three months before TAF and you're gonna plan uh, this whole thing. Uh, no. so I was really happy that you got to spread it out the entire year. Um yeah. that that really helped a lot because I don't I don't think anybody could do it in, in like three months, especially you when can. you can. Yeah. Those those last those three months leading up to TAF, that's that's direct uh counselor development, workshop development. Right. Like you don't have time to be big picture PD during that time. Right. You know, the closer you get, you start having to work with um, Manchester university and, you know, providing them information. But other than that, like, yeah, like you, you could try to get all that other stuff out of the way. So you can just focus on your counselors. Right. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, um, we were pretty much set for the whole year until, the COVID thing happened and then mm. we had to, you know, pretty much scrap our whole planning <sighs> uh, and then pivot towards a online TAF, you know, program. Yeah. Um, and for the most part, I think we did okay. You know, I didn't really have that high expectations because I knew there was going to be some hiccups, some awkward moments with the technology. And yeah. I, I, I was sure that, you know, we weren't going to have, the same, we, we, were, we weren't going to build the same relationships that we did at physical tasks. Um, but I'm glad I was proven wrong though, because. Oh, okay. Yeah. We were, yes. We were yes. Definitely proven wrong. Holy. Shit. Um, there are definitely some awkward moments with the t- technology. Um, yeah. 
but we were glad that you know the the campers and staff cut us some slack with that because they knew they they've all been in the same spot before, yeah. uh, and it didn't really take away from anything. Uh, but I think you know the relationship was still formed. Um, there were still bonds between yeah. campers, between campers and advisors, between advisors and advisors. You know all of that. Um, you know, I think that's the that's you know that's that's the most important part. You know, as as long as the campers feel like they had a good time, yep, that's really the most important part, right? Yep, absolutely. I mean, like you guys had, you guys had the most, you guys had the most campers. I'm pretty sure, Jay, and Jay's then Jage did. Yeah, I but I feel like you guys had like because you know when you open up registration, I don't know if you do this, but I, like Shannon and I do this. We kind of just like are always watching like like just count we're just being counters we just like to watch the numbers go up but you guys just spiked like you just you guys had a a big spike before anyone else and i think that's like a testament to like how much your kids like love you know the program and the job that you know you and your advisors are doing you know because it hopefully we also had a great great staff you know they were also just as much in it as the PDs were yeah. as much effort as we did. And we were, we were super grateful for it. You know, all the, there were three, there were four workshops, you know, there was yeah. the ID, negative emotion, um, civic engagement, and um, a fourth one that I can't remember right now, but uh, you know, they, they completely killed it. You know, they, they spent so much time just figuring it, figuring it out themselves and it, they, they, they just fucking killed it. Yeah, I think I really like, and I when I saw like the the curriculum you guys were building out, and just how how uh, how just the direction you were taking things. Like at first, I was just kind of like, okay, is this is this too much? Is this like too I don't know, quote unquote, academic? Is this mm-hmm. is this is this right? I could understand the direction you guys wanted to go in, but it was just like. Is this is this like dense too dense for the kids? I got they're ready for it. That's just right. me thinking out loud um, in the beginning. But with Shannon and Erica and Brad with their program, they did a community workshop, a community workshop and a um, a, a race workshop about race um, mm-hmm. in effect, in, in essence. And the people, the counselors signing up for that were the brand new counselors or the young counselors. And they were just like, bam, filled it up. The mm-hmm. second that those, the, the PDs, you know, open up workshop signups, bam, went right for, they were ready. Like, not just cause they were interested, like they were ready. They wanted to talk about this. That's really awesome. Like, I, I think that's just like, I think they're coming from your program. And I think it's just like, that's the culture that you guys have, have, have incubated you know, at least with this, this current generation, like this is not too big for them. This moment is not too big for them. Mm-hmm. You know, the curriculum is not something that's just like, Hey, this is not, this is not applicable to you. Sure. This is not just sure. something we're learning about and, you know, to treat it as if it's just like mm-hmm. something from a textbook or anything. It's like real life, you know, yeah. it takes an adult that you respect to treat something seriously for you to kind of take it seriously at times. And it's just like, you know, applaud, applause to you guys because i know my generation like we just be like oh shit. like well that's that's a big that's a big elephant to try to eat mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but like you know kids coming from the pipeline from the youth UJH youth pipeline 
Like they're just ready. They wanted it, you know, and they're prepared. Sure. And like, yeah, it, was, it blew my mind. I'm just like, okay, man, that's, if, if, if our kid, if this, if this outgoing seniors coming into juniors are like this, like, then like, you know, you and Aaron and, and whoever's coming after you guys, like, I'm, I'm sure they're just going to keep things, keep things going. I'm, I mean, but hopefully, like, but like, you guys are going to pump out freaking senators and, and, and <laughs> state peeps, states people, you know, statesmen be, and that'd shit. That would be awesome. No, that's the dream. Um, I, I don't think all credit should be given to the youth program, though, because I think a lot of these former things that would, would have been called bigotry, um, they're, they're, they're normalized now. Like, 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 yeah. you know, the generation nowadays, they, they, they're very open about race, gender, sexuality, you know, they're open about, you know, learning new things. Um, and it's not because of, I don't think it's because of youth. I think it's just because of the, the Gen Z culture now, like they're just so open about it and they're, they're, you know, nobody, um, not many people will, uh, persecute them because of what they, feel about you know themselves or how they want to act from their bodies you know i think you know that that really has to do with the the gen z culture that they normalize from themselves you guys are like you guys are facilitating like a space where like yeah you we are not gen z you are not gen z but like them being them being comfortable um being comfortable expressing that and learning about it and like pursuing it um and talking about it with the other campers like i mean if it was a stifling environment they probably wouldn't come back they'd be like this this blows this bounce i'm gonna skip i'm just gonna hang out with 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 folks over in the forest or whatever i i don't know what goes beyond uh oakwood and and manchester (laughs) yeah you know but i think it's because you know it's it's you 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 guys and the advisors and the counselors like you it's it's an environment where they still Sure. feel like they can you know plant their roots in you know what i'm saying it's not it's not an arid like sure. Sure. unforgiving environment that they're trying to you know you know uh uh grow in mm-hmm. you know, so. i get that you know um and i think i need to also thank the the pds before me who've laid the found foundation for um making all these programs happen you know mm. uh, with alan and pay they started the mm. whole inclusive inclusivity thing you know they 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 got rid of partner dancing you know mm. they didn't want, yeah. Like, yeah so uh, it was they, they got rid of the binaries they got yeah. um you know whoever whoever you want to dance with you could dance with whoever you want and then next year we improved on that by get, getting rid of tcs um so yeah. you know we're so even like as adults we're still trying to learn and trying to improve um and you know the best thing is that you know the 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 campers have been really open about it too. You know, they've been giving us advice on how uh, we should approach these things because, you know, they actually know about this a lot than we do because for us, it wasn't normalized, right? It was, we, no. Yeah. Like we were taught that these are, you know, there's bad people. There are good people. Yeah. Like we were arbiters of morality and that kind of. Right. Right. Um, Yeah. But, you know, I think the new generation are like, you know, everyone's a good person. And I think that's a, you know, that's, that's a great thing that, um, the new generation is doing right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're trash. Our generation is trash. Yeah. I'm kind of trash, man. <laughs> we're kind of trash. 
the new generation is so loving towards each other. It's 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 just it's amazing. And like we were having uh, uh Shannon and uh, Erica and Bradley, they were they did a they did a, a virtual take on um on a kind of like an ID kind of a affirmation session of the staff and like the young kids are just like are such pros at this i remember our first two or three times that we did this in junior staff back then it was just weird it was like uncomfortable Mm -hmm. at least for some people like some longtime staffers were very fluent in this but i just remember it was like it was it was challenging you know to receive and also give um in that way but like these these kids like now they're just like they are so mature and like so loving and like they replace experience with just love you know uh, it's it's mind-blowing man yeah um that's why i have so much faith in the next generation yeah you're gonna be so much better than us yeah man i'm gonna take this this a big apparatus and and turn it around baby yeah yeah i mean they're gonna be great all right last question okay <laughs> what's next for you in taf next for me i gotta take shannon on vacation first of all oh, we're gonna go on some of these nice we finally use our vacation days or right. we're not going to indiana <laughs> at least for try it for one year but um i don't know we love the juniors program like we love it we love it so much uh we love we love the kids we love the, the the staff you know just as much or as more than the kids to be honest mm-hmm. um just i don't know if we can ever truly uh uh separate ourselves obviously we're not going to come back as counselors or pds or 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 get in the way of or distract from the work of the new PDs and new counselors. We don't want to do that, but uh, we just love the juniors program so much. We want to send our kids okay. to the juniors program. Okay. We want our kids to be counselors in the juniors program. If they end up as JH and youth counselors, it's going to be fighting in this house. Um, you know, we want them to be juniors P- PTs, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, uh, and juniors and sprouts PTs, sorry, either or, right. So I don't know, like we just, we'll, 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 in some way or form or fashion, we'll be around. I don't know, maybe someday, some illustrious day, we, maybe we get to, we get to join board or something like that. That would be freaking awesome. <laughs> uh, I, so we just, we just don't know. Um, but and if any way that we can contribute and still serve cool. um, TAF in any way they need us to, like we'll be honored and love to cool. um, but yeah we just don't know we, i mean but you know kev lee said it best like taff you you had never done with taff till like some oh god i forgot his quote it's just like you're never done with taff 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 when taff needs you it'll you don't get to decide when you get to walk over from taff if taff needs you it's going to bring you back yeah it's, yeah, gonna, yeah. it's you're, right it's making you come back yeah right so i you know i he is my 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 arch nemesis um in pd ship my mutual respected arch nemesis, but I do that quote. I do cherish. I think he, I think he is absolutely right. Yeah. Mm, cool. All right. Well, thank you, Will, for having this conversation with me. I just want to say that you've been a complete legend at TAF. Stop it. Please. You started at 2011. Um, and I hope 
this year is not the end of the road for you because you have so much love to give. You have so much knowledge to give. And, you know, we all, we all just appreciate you so much for being at campus because you, your aura is just amazing. So thank you so much. That's just, that's just body odor, but you know, same, same for you being, I'm very excited to, to see, because this is just the first step of your senior staff uh, journey. And I know you're going to go back to Taiwan, but I truly hope you, you, in some way or fashion, you, you, you get to come back and, and serve in some capacity in any way possible. I think a lot of kids look up to you. Um, and just, I think, I just feel like Taft's not done with you, man. And we'll see. I, I know you have ideas and uh, ideas on how to uh, upend the apparatus. And I just, I hope you get the chance to execute, man. As a big, as a fellow big picture person, like man, there's no better feeling, and I hope you get all the support and uh, you. support you need and backing you need from all levels to to pursue uh, your goals in the in the youth program, man. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it, and um, same for you. I I support you in whatever you do, and uh, yeah, if you just need someone to support you, I'm there for you. Appreciate it, sir. All right. Good night, man. Okay. Thank you, Ping. Thank you. Thank you for all that you do, man. Thank this you. Is, okay. This has been great. Two hours. Two hours of conversation. We did it. And it was fire. All right. Good night. All right, man. Good night. We'll see you soon. We'll see you yeah. soon. Okay. All right. Sounds all right. good.